I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Juan Montoya on the line, and he's the Chief Code Build Officer over at Rocker. Uh, Juan, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Nice, uh, nice to be here. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Rocker as Chief Code Build Officer. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more in your background. How did you get started in your career? Yeah, actually, I'm originally from Colombia, South America, and I moved to the U.S. Uh, right after high school. And I, I went to school for economics. Um, and uh, after I graduated, I actually decided to go a pretty technical route and started working uh, in economic research and consulting with a, with a big firm that that does very well in that area and one of the best known in, in market research and economics and did a lot of sort of economic research and predictive modeling around uh, macroeconomics um, and learned a lot there and slowly kind of moved into a consulting world, which is one very serious one back, uh, this is in Boston, but then I moved to Washington, D.C., where I started doing a lot of consulting um, around predictive modeling, but specifically for for companies and federal agencies uh, that ran very large uh, billion and trillion dollar programs of, the, of different kinds and ended up during the financial crisis, uh, doing a lot of the modeling uh, that uh, was part of how the recovery programs were managed for places like the U.S. Treasury and the Small Business Administration and Department of Agriculture, as well as Freddie and Fannie and others. Um, and that was an interesting experience, um, and I learned a lot. Uh, I did some work for the World Bank as well and for the IFC and kind of started kind of uh, getting a sense of a, a world that was changing, of a system that, that that maybe wasn't exactly the right system and learning a lot mm -hmm. of things. Um, but at the at the same time, um, always had kind of like this entrepreneurial gene, right? So I ended up, uh, because this was during the financial crisis and it was a lot of hard work at that time and, and long sleepless nights, taking some time off and actually traveling mostly through Asia for a year with my wife and, and kind of reevaluating my life, so to speak. Um, and then uh, on the way back to the U.S., ended up uh, meeting one of my partners who's, who's also related to me. He's my cousin here in Miami and, and along with a couple other partners ended up founding what Rocker is now. Uh, wow. So, yeah. that's, quite, that's quite a story. And I, what I like about it is that, I mean, you had an extremely technical background, of course. And then, you know, when the, when the crisis happened, of co uh, I mean, all of us were affected, right? Uh, if you were of the A, if you were of working age at that point, you were affected um, when the, with, the, with the crisis. So, you know, that being said, there's, you know, pivots, right? So you work for large companies and then you also, you know, obviously start your own company, which you grew into a large company. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that, you know, entrepreneur out there that's maybe um, either on their first or second venture, they're just kind of getting started on how to take their idea from concept to reality? I think, um, you know, it depends on, on what space you're in. I, I work in the technology space, right? So a lot of, of what I do uh, or what I recommend applies to this world, right? And we live in a world where typically if you're building something software-related or even hardware-related in some cases, mm -hmm. um, with connectivity, with people sort of being online with kind of the disintermediation of many channels and transparency across many 
many channels as well, there's kind of the chances to test things out, right? So one thing that I think is very important is to have a very experimental approach, right? To have a very big vision, try to attack big problems, hopefully, and of course be passionate about it, but at the same time, uh, take that big plan and cut it into sort of small bites that you can actually experiment and learn on uh, and try to be very, um, very cognizant of, of the ability you have to experiment and learn from those mistakes and, and kind of improve your product, uh, at least in this case in the technology space, and use that to to learn and to make the journey a little better, right? Um, so I think that's that's one thing that I always recommend. It's like, you know, have a big vision, but but uh, try to run experiments, try to do things that are uh, short-lived, uh, but useful and, and that add value and can actually really help you improve the way you're providing your product or service to others. That's awesome. Um, so let's change it up a bit. I want to get a little bit more into what you're doing um, over at Rocker. So first off, what's the, what was the vision for this company? Well, the vision uh, in general, if you, if you think about what we call our massive transformative purpose, it is to co-build companies, uh, to actually to harness the global collective genius to co-build companies that, that change the world. And that's a bit of a mouthful, but really what it's going after is when we founded this company about eight years ago, we realized that there's what we call a convergence of exponential technologies and connectivity, right? So exponential technologies are things like drones and genetics and bio, bio Biosciences and genetics and 3D printers and a number of other things that, of course, we don't we're not experts in all of them. Uh, but really, when you think about machine learning converging with a drone and artificial intelligence converging converging with a drone, for example, you start thinking of new businesses and things that couldn't exist before. If you connect to that, the fact that more and more people are getting connected and that these technologies are cheaper, more accessible, and that connectivity gives you the information necessary to leverage them, then you're in a world where a lot of people who would not have been able to innovate 10, 20 years ago are now able to innovate and they are able to solve problems that are relevant to them, right? Uh, said differently, mm -hmm. if you're in Silicon Valley, you know, the problem may be getting groceries to your door, but in Africa, it may actually be getting water, right? Uh, clean water or whatever it is. And there are people now who can be empowered to, to really solve problems. So when we founded that, this company, we said there must be a way to leverage that genius and sort of build companies. And what we mean by build companies is you can have a great idea, you can have a great prototype or a great MVP, or a great MVP, I'm sorry, but at the same time, it's hard to execute, right? So when we started the company, we figured there were going to be a lot of entrepreneurs and now corporations actually that work with us coming online, trying to recognizing that the world is changing, trying to leverage opportunities that weren't there before, but they're going to need help executing, right? So so here at Rocker, what we do is we partner with uh, either entrepreneurs or corporations or sometimes investors to bring ideas to reality, right? And we do everything from strategy and actually the definition of those ideas, the planning around how to leverage exponential technologies to execute them, and then the execution itself of, of turning that into a product and then a company that hopefully is viable and can raise money and can kind of go out there and solve real problems. That's awesome, and I, and I love it because you're really taking your expertise over at Rocker and allowing other companies to do big things they wouldn't be able to do without you, maybe. Um, uh, so that's that's awesome. Um, well, any kind of trends that you're trends that you're noticing or that you care to comment on in, in your particular section of the world? In our section of the world, so yeah, we're based in Miami, and of course we we're facing a lot of the things that happen in the United States, but we're also very Latin America focused, right? So what we are seeing in general is 
kind of a resurgence or a, an awakening to the world, not mm-hmm. not necessarily of Latin America itself, but the world waking up to the opportunities in Latin America, right? In Latin America, if you think about Mexico through Brazil and all the way down to mm-hmm. Argentina, we're talking about about you know uh, about a billion people or so um, that are close by, that are in countries that are growing rapidly in many cases. Um, and that are really uh, a great kind of place to innovate and have some real problems that that can be attacked in in creative ways, right? So one one trend that we're seeing in Latin America is there's a lot of money going in there, right? So SoftBank, for mm-hmm. example, just created a five billion dollar fund just for Latin America. It's kind of a, an awakening towards both the talent that is there uh, and and the opportunity to serve that population, so to speak. Um, and there is, uh, of course, in the world, a lot of liquidity and a lot of interesting opportunities uh, to invest there. And what we're seeing is a, a, a bigger push towards doing that. Uh, and we're kind of in the middle of that and very excited of, of what will come of it. That's awesome. Uh, so if somebody's listening to this and if they want more information on Rocker or to connect with you, Juan, what's the best way for them to do it? Yeah, so we can they can go to our website at www.rocker, that's R-O, kk the number three r dot com or they could reach me directly at juan j u a n at rocker dot com that's awesome uh juan well hey i really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing more about your background and also the great work you're doing over at rocker and to the audience as always i hope you got a lot of value out of this if you did don't forget to subscribe to the podcast leave me a review um do all those great things we do to support our podcasters i really do appreciate it and uh, juan thanks again for coming on the show Thank you, Adam. It's a pleasure.